Today we observe one of the greatest feasts in our Christian year, the Feast of All Saints. And many of you know that there are three days that coalesce around one another for this feast. The Feast of the Eve of All Hallows, otherwise known as Halloween, which has been taken away from us in many ways as a church. The Feast of All Souls, which comes the day after All Saints Day. And in between these two, the glorious proclamation of resurrection for the faithful, the Feast of All Saints. The distinction between All Saints Day and All Souls Day is relatively simple. All Saints Day focuses on the known saints, as it were, those great examples of Christian living who have gone before us, that great cloud of witnesses that compasses about us and gives us encouragement during the difficult times of our own walk. Whereas the Feast of All Souls covers some people in that category, but really is about all those who have died. Because we all die under one condition, and that is the condition and reality of God's mercy, of God's grace, knowing that no matter what we have done or left undone, our salvation is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and not in what we have done or left undone. And eternal life is always a gift from God. In the time that I've been ordained, I've noticed quite a shift in the way that we talk about death in the church. I can remember difficult conversations with the bereaved when I was just a young curate. People wanted me to say something about grandpa, or more often than not, they wanted to say something about grandpa at his funeral. And that wasn't allowed. Do you remember those days when the only time the person who died was remembered was when their name was read during one of the collects at the funeral? Well, that's changed quite a bit, hasn't it? Rather than people being kept out of speaking at funerals, now it seems that more often than not, there aren't funerals, or the church is kept out. I've had many people ask me before, could you do a funeral but not mention God? It's also a little different how we have spoken about death. One of the things that we say instead of a person dying is that they have passed away. We've all heard this one. In fact, many of us have probably used that very terminology. I wanted to remind us tonight that it's not true. Certain things pass away, but a person does not pass away. Listen again to words from the reading tonight from the book of Revelation. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, 
for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And then a little later on, the writer elaborates a bit on what has passed away. In other words, what is no more? Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. It's very important for us as people who live into the resurrection and the promise of resurrection in Jesus Christ, remember that. Remember that it is not people who pass away. It is the old order of things that passes away. The old order of things that is no more. Things like sin, things like evil, things like doubt, and fear, even death itself, passes away. And all that is left is life. Living into that reality is what we are called to do as Christian people, to allow certain components of our lives, certain things that maybe feel more important to us than they should, or that we cling to, when we shouldn't. Those are the things in our lives which need to pass away. That can often be different things for different people. Perhaps for some it is a love of money. Maybe for others it is a love of power. Perhaps for some it is pride and self-righteousness. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's doubt. Those things belong to the old order of things, and it is they which must pass away for us to be truly alive. And the Christian life, the lives of the saints, is really a continual shedding of those things until all that is left is the glory of God and the fullness of joy and peace forever. There's a psalm which is loved by many of us. It begins with the words, Be still and know that I am God. Those words, be still, can also be translated like this. Let go. That's actually a more literal translation of the, of the words. Let go and know that I am God. What is holding me back from a full life in God and fully trusting in God and God's goodness and provision and power over all that frightens me, even death itself? What are those things for you? All Saints is a potent reminder to let them go and know that God is God and trust in God, regardless of the difficulties and uncertainty and unclarity of the circumstances of our lives. That was the path that the saints before us trod, 
and that is the path that their light before us illuminates. Amen.